We all know that women are often trying to do it all. And yes, I know I talk about it a lot, but that's because I feel that not enough in our world is changing quite yet. Because I see the pressure that women feel every single day to keep up and work harder and to fit ridiculous amounts of stuff into their lives. And the thing is, it's not just the doing, it's all of the brain space that gets taken up with the thinking and not just that mental load as it's called, i.e. all of the life admin and school emails and meals that need to be thought about and kids clubs and all of those other things. It's also about the less specific things. Am I a good enough mum? I really should lose a stone. Why don't I look like her? Why can't I fit in exercise? I really should be doing better. All of this stuff takes its toll. And unfortunately, we live in a society where oftentimes there is no let upon this. But it's not all bad news because there are now so many more people out there who are actively working to help us all find a different way, to create an environment with less pressure and in which we can be so much more gentle with ourselves and know that it's okay to do that. Today's guest is a restorative yoga and meditation teacher, and she's going to be sharing with us her thoughts on how we can all be in the world in a gentler, softer way. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at Alex Chickfit. Just before we get started today, I wanted to tell you all about a very special, very exciting free event that I have got coming up. Now, this is especially for those of you in your early 40s and beyond who have maybe been feeling a bit more tired and less motivated recently, if you've been noticing some symptoms related to hormonal changes, or if you're just feeling that you need to learn how to get proactive and make sure you feel amazing now and in the future. This is a three-day online workshop called Fatigued to Fabulous. And over the course of those three days, we're going to be diving into the three pillars for a healthy, happy perimenopause the mind, the body, and the soul. So if you are ready to go from feeling tired, unmotivated, and maybe a bit overwhelmed by all the information that's out there, and you want to feel more energized and get proactive about your health, wellness, and fitness, then you do not want to miss this. Just hit the link in the show notes to join. Do it now and then come back because I know how busy life can get. I'm going to be going live for 30 minutes each day of the workshop to teach you some of the fundamental foundations to a smoother journey through those peri to postmenopause years. I'm going to show you exactly how you can do so much more than just get through that life phase and instead tackle those pesky symptoms, discover the best hacks and strategies for you, and become your most energetic self. I am so excited to see you on the inside and I know that it's going to be super helpful and we're going to have a great time together. So just head to the show notes to sign up and I'll see you on the inside. Welcome back. So amazing to have you here again today. And I know you are going to love today's episode because it's all about finding ways to be a bit kinder to yourself. I think something we'd all love to do. 
I'm joined today by Amy Coop. She is the founder of Prana and Patchouli, a restorative yoga and meditation teacher who helps busy, ambitious souls to find peace and fulfill their highest purpose. She also helps them to reduce the stress, anxiety, overwhelm, and that feeling of never enoughness, and instead learn how to turn inwards and listen to what our own mind, body, and soul need instead. She has created a yoga practice that helps us to access all of the amazing things we already have within ourselves and shares that on her digital platform, which is devoted to yoga, meditation, and emotional well-being. Sounds amazing, doesn't it? So welcome, Amy. So lovely to have you here today. Thank you for having me. So first of all, I would love it if you could kind of set the scene. So tell us a bit more about you, about what Prana and Patchouli is all about. Sure. Well, it was around eight years ago when this kind of, well, the seed was sort of planted for Prana and Patchouli. I was in a very different sort of life. I was in law school, training to be a lawyer, which which was my dream job at the time. Um, But I'd spent years just feeling stressed out beyond belief, sick to the point of being physically sick, Um, just really unhappy and unfulfilled. And I just heard this like constant voice inside, like there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. And I just knew that I couldn't carry on like that. And so I'd had my yoga practice ever since I was 14. And I think it got me to that point, just years of chronic stress and struggle. And nobody should ever live through that. I think that if I didn't have a yoga practice, I probably wouldn't have got that far. Mm. But I turned to my yoga practice for help because I didn't know what else to do. I turned inside and um, I think my mistake was kind of ignoring that, what I call that compassionate alarm from my intuition, which was actually all the anxiety that I felt Mm. knowing that I shouldn't feel like this. It should be easier. I should feel lighter. And ignoring that kind of got me to the point of burnout. And that's when I kind of hit rock bottom, knew that something needed to change. And I didn't really know what to do. I didn't have a plan B. The only thing that I did have was my yoga practice. And so I really slowed down the pace of that because even that was fast paced. (laughs) At the time, I loved vinyasa flow and a more dynamic style of practice. And instead started to turn to more restorative styles, meditations, breath work, mantras, really because I didn't have the energy to do anything else mm. um, other than lie down on the floor and breathe. And so I turned to these deep relaxation practices and slowly started to heal my nervous system and calm down and started to gain a bit more clarity about what I wanted in my life and what I wanted to do next. And then I just trusted that inner voice, which told me that I needed to share these tools that I was using in my own life and booked a plane ticket to Bali and I trained to become a yoga teacher and I've never looked back. So when I came back to the UK, I left the courtroom behind um, and I just started teaching yoga classes and realized that this was actually my true purpose in the world and just helping People find more peace in the days and feel better, really. That's what it's all about. It's helping people to feel better is all I want to do. And so I've been really blessed to bring peace to thousands of lives through yoga classes and workshops and retreats and now my membership. And it's just it's just been amazing. 
And that's why Parliament I think it's I think it's really interesting what you say about that. Like you just you listen to that bit of intuition. And I think that we all we all have that within ourselves. We're all so busy that most of us don't listen to that. And I know that I, you know, it's certainly something that I've maybe not done at certain points over the years where I maybe not listened to what I knew was best for me. And I kind of carried on doing what I should, what I felt I should be doing all the time. And, uh, you know, it's definitely something that I, you know, even to this day, I keep working on, you know, I go through periods where I do get very stressed and I'm too busy and I'm I'm asking too much of myself, you know, and then I'll sit back and think, I don't really know why I'm asking this much of myself. Like, I don't know, I don't know where this all comes from. And, you know, so it's, it's those points in life, isn't it? Where you, where you, instead of just powering through, it's really important to take that step back and start thinking, hang on a minute, why is this going on? Why am I feeling like this? Yeah. Um, and I think that so many of us are kind of looking outside of ourselves and we do, 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 we go, go, go until we're forced to stop. Hmm. But there is another way where we can listen to ourselves and, you know, I, I always feel like there's this word should, we should do this, we should do that. And that word should, I just, I don't like it. It feels, it feels kind of horrible in my body. And I think it's loaded with so much pressure and judgment. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we turn inwards and just really tune into what we actually need, it's such a gentler, kinder and softer way of being in the world. And I think we all need a little bit more of that. But like you said, it's so hard when you're so busy to hear that intuitive voice. And I think so many of us even think that we're not intuitive people. We don't have that because we're rushing around and we're so busy. But it's actually easier than you think to tune into that in a voice yeah I think and you know I really resonate with that myself because like you say I've always I've always thought I'm not a very intuitive person I don't you know I don't have these things that like tell me what I should do and like I say I'm still working on it for sure but you know it like you say it's that process of just slowing like rather than powering through just slowing down and kind of going hang on a minute what's actually going on here and I'm getting better at it I'm getting better but it also takes quite a lot of bravery sometimes that you know like for you you're on a particular path towards becoming a lawyer and it would have been very easy for you to go oh gosh this is what everyone's expecting of me I've committed to this I should be able to keep going with it and you know again shoulding yourself with it but the fact is that you took that step back and you listened to yourself and you kind of went, actually, hang on a minute, this is not the right thing for me right now. And that, you know, that sounds amazing, but, um, you know, that is a really hard thing to do. That is a big change and it, it takes a lot of bravery, I think. So if if somebody is kind of feeling that like they're just overwhelmed, it's too much, they're not particularly enjoying life, like how do, how can they actually start listening to their intuition a little bit more? I always say that our emotions are one of our greatest sources of intuition. And it's when those feelings come up, you know, the the stress, the overwhelm, the anxiety, they're all signs that we need to pay attention. And for me, it got to the point where my anxiety was like warning alarms that I couldn't ignore anymore. And obviously, I don't want anyone else to get to that. But even just in the day-to-day, just noticing when those feelings come up and instead of trying to just push them down and power through them, which I'm guilty of doing as well, I still do it today and I have to kind of remind myself to come back, to just take a moment to listen 
and to just get still and breathe. And you don't have to sit in meditation for an hour a day or 20 minutes a day or even five minutes a day. It's something that you can do throughout the day, wherever you are. And that's kind of what my practice is all about, just finding those little moments throughout the day, even you know, if it's just going into a toilet cubicle or sitting in your car or in your office and just taking a moment to close your eyes and breathe. And one of my favorite techniques to do this is, um, I call it, place your hand on your heart and take a breath. And all you do is just place your hand over your heart, whether that's your energetic heart center in the middle of your chest or your actual heart. And just really feeling your heartbeat, knowing that you're alive, you're here in this moment, just using that to get really grounded in your body. And also the warmth from your hand kind of stimulates oxytocin, the love hormones. So it's kind of like giving your heart a hug, just giving yourself a little moment of kindness. And then if you can, if you're not kind of out and about and you can just close your eyes, just closing your eyes and just taking a deep breath into your nose. And just a clearing exhale out through your mouth. And just feeling into yourself, feeling into your body. And that's all you need to do. Just place your hand on your heart, take a breath. And that just really helps you to tune into yourself and the moment. And it's in that moment where you feel connected that you can say, okay, like what do I need right now? What does my mind need? What does my body need? What does my heart need? And just taking a moment to listen to that intuitive voice, which is always there, like we said. And, you know, sometimes it could just be just take a moment and sit with a cup of tea or just sit here a little bit longer and breathe. Or, you know, I need to clear my schedule a little bit if that's possible. Yeah. You know, just listening. And it's like, um, and I know you'll get this as, you know, fitness instructor, but, you know, it's like a muscle. Your intuition is like a muscle there. The more you work it, the stronger it gets. Mm. And so just taking those little moments when you feel those emotions coming up, taking the time to find a moment of peace and listen. Mm. And it's in that stillness that that intuitive voice starts to come through. And it might sound a little bit woo, but Mm. the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And I'm still working on this, even though it's part of my daily practice and trusting that voice, Mm. I think is probably one of the hardest things as well. But I think as well, you know, you you say, oh, it sounds a bit woo, but actually, you know, there are a lot of studies that shows just a breathing practice, which essentially is what you've described as a breathing practice and learning how to breathe diaphragmatically. So, you know, from the diaphragm, most of us have, you know, very shallow breathing, it's stress breathing, we're we're turning on our kind of fight and flight mechanisms all the time, but actually a deep breathing practice in itself, like there are mechanisms within your body that use that to turn on your parasympathetic system or your rest and digest system. And of course, you know, we all know that when we are in that calmer place, then we can think more clearly, right? And so I think even if anybody out there is like, oh, this is all a bit woo. There is proper science behind this as well. The science behind this yes. idea of breath work and it actually making a difference to your clarity of mind, to your focus and all of those things. And of course, when you're in that place, you're much more likely to be able to think more clearly as well. Exactly. And it, you know, it is in that kind of parasympathetic response. And when we calm down, that, that clarity comes through. And also another more grounded way of thinking about it is when you talk about that deep belly breathing you know there's the studies that show that we have that kind of second brain in our gut 
we're really connecting to that intuitive place with that deeper breathing as well. So um, that's another nice way of looking at it. So going back a little bit further to what you were saying earlier about slowing down and listening in and, and like actually taking notice of that rather than dismissing it and trying to power through. I think there's like a real parallel with you know, I've been talking recently to some clients about their menstrual cycles and this idea that when we get annoyed with stuff, when we get frustrated, when we get overwhelmed and that kind of lead up to the period, we kind of go, oh, it's just the hormones. But actually, and, and we've got so used to like overriding that and going, oh, it's just my hormones. It's just this. It's just this. It's just this. And actually, you know, there's something inside you that needs listening to kind of thing. And, you know, I've become much better at that, whereas I used to dismiss it all the time. I'm now like, hang on a minute. Yes, the hormones might be heightening this sensation right now, but uh, you know these thoughts are coming to me for a reason. So, being able to slow down and actually listen to that, and I think that's the thing. I think we tend to override it because we're like, well, I shouldn't be feeling like this, and this shouldn't be happening, and I should be able to do all this because that person over there can do it all. So why am I not doing it all? And so, so we kind of override it all the time. But you know, it's okay to feel those feelings, and it's okay to use them to do something about it as well, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, and I think. You know, sometimes it's said that there's these good and bad emotions and we shouldn't feel a certain way and we should just get past it and move through it. But the truth is there are no good or bad emotions. There are just emotions and they all have wisdom Mm. um, that we can tune into and learn from and grow from. Mm. And I think there are two parts to it. There is the, the listening side of things. And I think we touched on this before is that they're actually trusting Mm. and taking action on what comes through rather than just pushing it down and it does take courage to listen and then take action on Mm. what you hear and like we said before it's that muscle that the more you use it the stronger it gets and I think that's where the biggest change comes in your life when you actually start taking action on what you hear but it's just like I said those little moments throughout the day too cultivate that calm and bring the nervous system down you know I'm a huge fan of things like mantras as well Mm. you know I know we're we're busy and we're rushing around and you know things like affirmations Mm. they're another really great way to calm the nervous system and just reconnect with yourself and you know one of my favorites which I've used for years now and I probably say about hundreds a hundred times a day is I choose peace instead of this just really simple I just I choose peace yeah and that just brings me back home you know especially if I feel really overwhelmed it regrounds me in my body and again helps me connect back to that inner wisdom amazing so before we finish I just I kind of want to get on to like a couple of practical things we can do because you know I know you know, I certainly work with a lot of women who they're ambitious, they're busy, you know, they want to feel good in themselves. But also, you know, I'm very much of this school of thought that we're all a bit addicted to our stress hormones, right? We get this little buzz off it, it gets us going each day. We, you know, we kind of feed off that. And so actually the act of slowing down and even, you know, stopping to breathe for a couple of minutes can can actually feel incredibly hard. It's like, well, this should feel easy, just breathing. But we resist it (laughs) we find it very hard to do it because we are so used to doing the absolute opposite of that and when you've got that spare time it can feel easier to just go do a sweaty workout right because you feel like yeah I've got something out of this I feel good so for anybody who's feeling like that and it's like I'm I want to do it but I just don't I just feel like I can't quite do it what is the best way to start that process I think it's coming back to how do you want to feel and 
really just allowing yourself to connect with that feeling. So if you are busy and you're running around and you're stressed out and you're like, oh, I just want to feel calm. I just want to feel a bit more peaceful. Okay. I know that I want to feel that way. So how can I, how can I bring that feeling into my life and really connecting with that feeling? And for me, that feeling is what guides me to the next step. So maybe you do you just take a few moments to breathe to create that sense of peace. Or if you know that you're busy and you're just not going to get to it, it's scheduling something in because I'm a huge fan of believing that, you know, if it's not scheduled, it's really not going to happen. Yeah. And I know things don't always happen like that. <laughs> and I know that we're busy and we've got full schedules already. And I don't want to be another person to say, well, just add this to your to-do list because that feels even more overwhelming. But what I found is that if I put myself first, so say at the beginning of the day, before my day even begins, and this is probably one of my most practical tips, before your day begins, before you get into that busyness, take five minutes before you even get out of bed. Like sometimes I'll just do a guided meditation lying in bed with my earphones in before my day even begins. And then that way, I've already started my day on a more mindful note. Mm. And throughout the day, I'll just find, you know, just like little moments like we've been talking about, the mantras, the breathing. If I'm like folding laundry, I might be repeating mantras. Or when I'm boiling the kettle, I might just take a moment to breathe deeply. And then before I go to bed as well, I kind of bookend the day with meditation. It's the last thing I do as well at night in bed with my earphones and I'll just do a guided meditation or I'll just focus on my breath. And I also find that when I do schedule this time in for me, whether it's just those five minutes at the end of the day or maybe it's just 10 minutes in a yoga pose or a 10 minute workout in the middle of the day, I know that I'll be so much more grounded and focused Hmm. and time actually expands when you're in that space and so even though it might take a little bit of time to get used to again you're strengthening that muscle you're strengthening those feelings in your body which I think encourage you to keep going you know I'm all about feeling and grounding into those feelings and using them to inform you know your next steps and actions Yes, it can be really hard. And, you know, I've, I've lived through that and I've practiced that. But yeah, just reminding yourself why you're doing it. How do you want to feel and how are you going to feel that way? Mm. Rather than I should do this, I need to do this. Awesome. So before we go, um, can you just tell everybody a little bit about how they can work with you, how they can find out more about you? Sure. So my website is www.pranapatchouli.com. You can connect with me over there. I also have a YouTube channel, which is Prana Patchouli, where I share weekly videos. And I have a membership site called Lighter, which is all about offering mind, body, soul support and helping you start and stay consistent with a regular yoga and meditation practice of you feel like that's something that serves you and we have an amazing community over there as well and yeah you can find me there 
Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Amy. Thank you for having me. So this has been brilliant. I'm always so up for talking about how we can reduce those demands on ourselves, live a bit more peacefully within ourselves as well. It can feel almost impossible to feel that peace sometimes. So I think that it's really, really important that we do keep talking about it. You know, the world is not going to keep moving and demanding and pushing. So we've got to create that for ourselves and within ourselves and take that power within our own hands. So I hope this has really helped you to think again about how you might use yoga and meditation and some of the little tips and tricks that Amy has shared with us today within your own life. This is definitely an ongoing challenge for me. So I'll be taking some of this into my own life as well. So thank you so much for joining me again today. As always, make sure you leave a rating and definitely subscribe for future episodes. Have a brilliant rest of your day and I'll be with you again very, very soon. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.